You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'd like to welcome back on the program Andrew Dambina for this week's Artsing Around. Andrew, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? Not bad, Noreen. I'm a little bit bunged up, so I apologize for that if I'm not pronouncing my words as clearly as I might do sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I hope you're feeling better. There's nothing serious. No, there's been, uh, there's been some people um, who have had flus and stuff in the office that I sometimes work in, and uh, one of those things that, uh, that happens, uh, that things circulate, don't they, no matter how careful people try and be. If, they, uh, if they're in a closed environment. Exactly. Well, uh, get well soon. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, oh. So what have you got for us for this week's Artsing Around? I see that you've sent some uh, rather interesting <laughs> photos again. Right. Okay, well, okay, so um, three reports today. One of them concerns uh, something to do with our favourite ever-talking point NFTs, which I'll get to very soon. Nice. Um, and then two others are to do with street art, one in the UK, one in the HK. So we'll get to those as we go along. Um, so uh, what I sent Noreen was a picture of a very collectible, auctioned, hardcover book um, of the story of Dune, which has been a recent hit in the cinema, remaking of that film. But, yes, this book, though, that I sent you the cover of, Noreen, is of something that was planned. Dune has been made twice now. There was the bestseller very recently. But also, it was made in the 1980s. But in the 1970s, before anyone had made a film from the book, uh, the novel by Frank Herbert, the science fiction novel, there was a film director called Alejandro... Jodorowsky, who had a very ambitious but failed attempt to get his production off the ground. It was going to cost an absolute fortune in the 90, early 1970s. And the, this book re, it, it chronicles all of that. And there, are, there were fewer than 100 copies of this hardcover book made with great detail, with input from the author, from... Alejandro Jodorowsky, who was planning to make this uh, film that never happened. So it's a concept book, and it was auctioned because of the success recently of the uh, second remake of June that's done really well in these tricky times. It still has pulled in quite a lot of money. And um, it was sold by one of the big auction houses for 2.66 million euros. That, in Hong Kong dollars, that's around about 24 million Hong Kong dollars Whoa. for a book. Um, yeah, a rare Get book. out. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> and, and who has that kind of money these days? You got it. It's the cryptocurrency guys. And, um, and their plans were to take sections of the book of this film that never happened to make it really kind of interesting. Retro from the 1970s, show some of the concept drawings that were done before computer-generated imagery would have been all freehand landscapes and uh, handwritten notes by the would-be director. And um, they were going to make them into a whole series of NFTs. They were also planning to make the full book from cover to cover available free online. couldn't be downloaded, but just to view online to the public. They said that was something they did for a kind of non-profit that they wanted to do, I should say. Now, this group 
who is um, called Spice Dow. Sounds like a band. Spice Dow. Um, that's the group um, who are crypto, a cryptocurrency project uh, company. Um, they did not pay too much attention, though. They missed out some very crucial parts of their planning. They failed to check the internet properly. If they had have done that, they would have seen that this very book is already available to view online for free, uh, having got the rights from the author a very long time ago, bearing in mind this is from way back in the 1970s. And um, also, their purchase from the auction house does not allow the rights to produce works based on content. So it cannot reproduce anything for commercial purposes from the contents of the book. And that was in the contract by, um, by the author's company called Herbert Limited Partnership, who guards carefully the author's copyright. Yeah. So what a bunch of idiots, eh? I mean, I don't know where they're based. Spice Dao, D-A-O, which sounds a bit like, you know, Taoist Chinese sort of Dao. I don't know where they're based, actually. But um, only, um, only, only 10 copies of this book are left in circulation now, uh, with only an edition of 100 being made in the first place. So or what maybe they... it's an abbreviation for something. Something of America or Australia, oh. I don't know. No, actually, the Dow does stand for something else. I've, uh, I've noted it somewhere. I will tell you what it is in a moment. Oh, oh yes. Decentralized Autonomous Organization. Oh. That's what Dow stands for. Oh. Decentralized Autonomous Organization. So, but the members, like a lot in the world of cryptocurrency, are anonymous. pretty anonymous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so who knows? But these guys spent 2.6 million euros uh, on a book that was valued as being an estimated worth of 25,000 euros to 35,000 euros. That's what Christie's thought they would sell it for. It went for 10 times the price because these guys thought they were going to be able to do all of these money-making projects from it, as well as the free one of making it online. But they hadn't done their homework. No. What a ridiculous situation. So uh, Maybe it's just a drop in the bucket. Maybe these guys have so much money. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Or, ga or gals. Yeah. It could be women. Guys know. and gals, yeah. indeed, <laughs> indeed. Um, yeah, maybe, but um, what a shame, uh, it, though, because yeah, it could have yeah. been, you know, a, an interesting franchise. It could have been an interesting sort of um, retro, yeah, very interesting, actually. It would have brought to light a lot more than one hundred hardcover in the cinema. Uh, books, yeah, it's just um, a shame. Could have yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and just as a couple of points of interest, why did the proposal of the um, of the uh, Jaradowski June film in the 1970s never make it. Well, a couple of reasons for that. He was going to hire the famous, now dead, um, surrealist artist from Spain, Salvador Dali. He was going to act in the film and he requested 100,000 US dollars per hour. Salvador Dali requested that because he was so famous in his own lifetime. Uh, Pink Floyd were going to be one of the bands who were going to be in the... Uh, in the soundtrack, and that's another top dollar band as well. Um, and the director, this is the most kind of almost inconceivable part of it. He wanted the film to be 14 hours long. 14 hours. And uh, the, the, uh, the cinema, uh, the film production company that he approached were, couldn't agree 
can get him to agree to make it at just over two hours. Imagine being so um, kind of art art oriented that you would, that you would do a film that would last for you know more than half a day. And then you can demand that kind of money. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't even get to the budget um, conversation. I think he just he was he was sticking with his artistic ideas, and they weren't practical for screening a film. I mean, what's the longest film you've ever been to in a cinema, Nori? Oh, in the cinema or, or watching it on Cin- DVD? Well, cin- cinema, because, I mean, that's, this was 1970s where there was no other choice but to go uh, to yeah. the cinema. Um, I'm just trying to think. Maybe the Titanic? Wasn't it was something three that. hours? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's the one that springs to my mind as well. I, I, I can't remember a film being longer than that. That was about three hours, wasn't it? No, yeah. The Irishman was pretty long. Oh, yeah. Did but, you see that in the cinema? No, I didn't see that in the so, cinema. No, no, no. same here. So. Leonardo, yeah. Yeah, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Have you, by the way, have you seen Don't Look Up? I, is, uh, yes, I have. It's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, very yeah. philosophical. Yeah, very funny yeah, interesting. too. Interesting. Talking about, yeah, talking about that actor. It's, um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Very funny. Good send-up of... Uh, of, um, you know, the way people project or towers project themselves. Yeah, interesting. very interesting. Yeah. Right. Sure. Moving on, though, to next uh, next topic, one of two about street art. And I, can you can you recognise who do you think the artist is? I sent Noreen a picture of a sprayed street Banksy. artwork. Yeah, in one, in one. So it, it, the, 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 this segment is about the, here's the most hype, um, darling of the form, commanding also at auction, uh, at big, big amounts of money. Famously, over the last couple of years, he produced a piece which was designed, it was actually one of his stencils on paper, and it was shredded. Do you remember that story? Through a paper shred. I'm not sure if you heard it. Oh, but, yeah, they yeah. destroyed his, yeah, yeah, and that was art. That was uh, that was art, and, sort the, of, uh, and, yeah. the, and the paper shredding machine plus all of the bits of paper were then sold for a lot of money <laughs> to, to a collector because it's one of those landmark moments in contemporary art history. So That's how bizarre weird. some of the art world is, Noreen. Um, so uh, the the reason that I sent you this picture, and you might not recognise it, but we talked about last summer about something that Banksy did in. East Anglia in England, UK, um, at, at three different seaside places. One of them's called, called Great Yarmouth. One of them's called Galston. And the other one is called Lowestoft. And that's where the picture is that I sent to Noreen. And the photo is of a child holding a crowbar next to a pile of sand, which was builder sand. And Banksy, with his quite often sense of place or try and make something that has both an image he wants to present but also in keeping with its surroundings what when when he made the original piece that pile of sand that you can see in the photograph he made it into a sand castle so it was a child um holding a crowbar though rather than a spade which looks like a destructive implement mm. next to a perfectly made sand castle so there were 10 of these different street art pieces that appeared over about a one-week period in East Anglia in England. And he called it um, on social media, that's Banksy, on his Twitter handle, he called it his great British spraycation. 
and they, and he, yeah yeah and and so he went around and did that in that region he had a bit of a holiday in the uk in that part of the world where there's lots of seaside places and he made lots of artwork um but many were disappointed at, towards the end of last year when the owners of an electrical shop where that mural of the picture of the kid with the sand and the crowbar that i sent you noreen well, uh, he decided the electrical shop owner to remove the wall and to sell the work, which a lot of people have done around the world where Banksy has made his artworks, to actually take apart the wall and to sell it for auction because his work commands millions and millions of Hong Kong dollars. So uh, when this was decided at that time, the electrician or the electrical shop became very unpopular with a lot of the people in his community. The deputy mayor of Lowestoft Town called the mural's removal a real shame, adding that they'd noticed that there had been people coming from around the country in the UK to view the art and that uh, he wasn't sure whether they stayed there, but it becomes something of a tourist attraction. So the work um, was to be sold then by this electrical shop to an auction house in California. That's what was supposed to happen um, with an estimate. What it would have gone under the hammer for was between 200,000 and 400,000 US dollars. That's what was proposed by the auction house. That's more than 3 million Hong Kong dollars actually for this, uh, um, for this spray, sprayed work without the sand. Um, but according to the president of the auction house in California, the electrical shop owner suddenly pulled out at the last moment. And uh, this was only announced last week, which is why it's in the news at the moment, uh, because uh, he's managed to sell it privately in the UK for an undisclosed price. So he was going to sell it to California for three million. Of course, we can guess that he'll be getting more than that. 3 million Hong Kong dollars, that is, um, for, um, you know, if he's pulled out of the deal. The auction house was very furious, though, because they had signed an agreement, a contract with him, that the auction house was going to represent him and had already started uh, putting out arrangements for online auction bids, blah, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, But they're not going to press any charges because they said that... uh, it's not worth the hassle of working with someone who appears to be so untrustworthy. I guess it would cost a lot to bring that to resolution for someone with an electrical shop in, uh, you know, a British seaside town. I guess they, if they've got a lot of other artwork to sell, they're just going to count it as a mm-hmm. bit of lost time. Okay. So that's a, that, that's a funny old story. And I've certainly heard before of people around, uh, not just in the UK, but Banksy has, pre-COVID, he'd gone abroad, and I think in Australia and some far-flung places, also other places in Asia, that he'd put up a few pieces and people had dismantled walls to sell it. Um, so, you know, just another sign of something that we often talk about, which is uh, of art being a commodity rather than something. But, I mean, you know, that's, that's not something new. I was just going to say, maybe it's a sign that art is just a dollar sign. Anyway, sorry. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's mull that one over. Yeah. Okay. Well, last last one then, Noreen, for today, finally. It's a local street artist story. And I sent you a picture of a very happy looking chappie who is um, a plumber in Hong Kong who lives in Yamate. And his name is Yim Choi Tong. And 
what started as putting up leaflets of his plumbing business around Hong Kong. And we all see these. You might, everyone listening may have noticed that there are flyers which are not strictly legal, probably we can say illegal, that are plastered on walls that either are advertising different household services or they're selling flats or whatever that get posted around either bits of wall between shops or sometimes over the shutters of shops that have closed down for business. And um, plumbers have done this for a long time. Those that can read um, Chinese uh, characters might know that um, that the word king uh, in, in Cantonese, which is, is Wong, probably pronounced in the wrong tone by me, but is... Um, is something that they add to their name. So it'll be whatever the family name is with Wong um, at the end of it, meaning that they're a king by their name. And so he has taken the street artist name of Plumber King. That's become his... Because from doing these leaflets, um, he went on to actually getting out some spray cans and paintbrush and tin of paint to sometimes, under the cover of night, to do big, big murals. And I've sent you a picture, Noreen, of him smiling next to a, uh, a, a, a sign of his, which has got his phone number and his services. And he, he's been doing this for many years. And sometimes, I mean, he knows that he's not supposed to do it, that it's illegal. And um, he has been fined for it. So, but he was spotted by a gallery a contemporary gallery that showcases a lot of local artists in one chai. It's called the Stallery, S-T-A-L-L-E-R-Y. And they're running an exhibition of work by a handful of street artists. And the Plumber King will be <laughs> exhibited <laughs> together uh, among uh, a bunch of others who are local um, sort of popular street artists in Hong Kong. He's so I, cool. I'm just yeah. Googling him now, and and there yeah. are just a, a, a number of pictures with his cat backwards, and I think this guy must be in his sort of late 60s, early yeah, 70s. definitely. I was about to say possibly even, you know, yeah. reaching into his 70s. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. he's just got his cat backwards, and he's uh, painting, and he even paints motorbikes. And, oh, and I was about to say, I was going to ask you if you'd seen that. Yeah, yeah how cool is it? And he sort of writes, um, it looks a bit like Chinese and he's calligraphy slash um, uh, gr- graffiti, and it's kind of cool how he very, <laughs> decorates these uh, r- uh, retro motorbikes. <laughs> yeah, it is. And actually, you know what? That's, that's the motorbike. It's actually a, a, a sc- like a scooter, a scooter like a Vespa. Yeah. yeah, he uses it for his, um, Services. For his plumbing. Yeah, because, I mean, it really, this all started out of practical reasons to make a very big sign that's bigger than all of the other plumbers um, stickers or, or, or photocopied A4 sheets of paper. So he went, got out there and made things bigger so that he could get more business. It was out of a kind of a, a functional reason. And um, who, who was the king of Kowloon? Do you remember when he used to... Um, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Zhang yeah. Chai. Yeah, that's yes, right. that's his yeah. name. Um, yeah. it, it kind of yeah. reminds me a little bit of that sort of Actually, uh, yeah. black and white yeah. writing style. It does, yes, because a lot of it is monochrome. He does also use a bit of colour, but mm. a lot of it is black and white. Oh, cool. Which, uh, yeah, which the Emperor of Kowloon did. And uh, just as a final little mention, oh, by the way, that exhibition, if anyone wants to see it, is on until the 13th of February at the Stallery Gallery in Wan Chai. 
Um, and um, and you'll see a lot of other interesting current street artists um, that you might recognise work from if you walk around Cat Street in Soho and places like that where they where they put them up a lot. But a lot of that work is appearing in Wong Chuk Hung and um, other parts of Kowloon um, in industrial parts of Kowloon. Kwun Tong has often had uh, um, arty spaces from which you should imagine that uh, under the cover of darkness, bits of street art happen. So yes, he did say that he's been fined a few times, $1,500, when he's been caught uh, black and white-handed with paint all over him in the middle of the night doing what he shouldn't be doing. But uh, it's interesting that, like Banksy, who may have become an international darling, what he does is illegal, and he could be fined and arrested for, but he's become something of an international star, hasn't he? Yeah. So watch out for Hong Kong's own plumber king. Perhaps he'll be also appearing in things like Art Basel, so, as, as Banksy does in years to come. It would be really nice to, because he looks like, as we've said, the most down-to-earth person. Coming from a plumbing background, he's oh, not going to be so so oh. arty, is he? Exactly, yeah. like a plumbing grandpa, but a graffiti yeah. artist as well. That's yeah. kind of yeah. that's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and there's an extra thing. I mentioned, of course, that uh, don't try this at home, folks, because it's highly illegal to do um, graffiti on walls. But he did something even more illegal than that years ago which was sneaking across the border from Shenzhen to Hong Kong, because he comes from Shenzhen originally, yeah. like so many other people um, did, uh, you know, uh, in uh, from the 1949 to 1970s era, before the, uh, the border was a little more tightened up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anders, thank you so much for your sharing today. It's so interesting. So many great uh, sharing today. And I look forward to uh, more um, more artsing around with you next week and also Tuesday uh, with you next week as well. Thank you, Noreen. Yeah, thank you so much. Look after yourself and we'll speak again uh, next week. Thank you so sure. much. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Just a young-